Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Brother Josiah. That was spectacular. Always good to see the young people worshiping the Lord in whatever way they worship the Lord. And I thank God for Brother Josiah being so diligent and being with us and ministering in the Word of God. Amen. Somebody say, it's time for the Word. It's time for the Word. Amen. I feel like it goes so quickly, doesn't it? And I try to make today, and um, hopefully as we move forward, I try to make um, our time of being together as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how why we started off the service the way we did, because normally, you know, you know, we have pre-prayer, and then we start out with praise and worship, and then we go into our announcements and offering, and and you know even you know do prayer with one another and then we will do our offering and um brother brother scarlet and brother joe will play and and um while we're doing our offering and then after that we will we would uh, get into the word of god so we're trying to be as normal as possible right. given the circumstances amen, right amen, amen. so we thank god for everything so i know sometimes you're going to um, at the end of service feel like, wow, that was um, kind of quick. And maybe it's not so quick sometimes. Sometimes it's um, it's, it's just because um, we're just home. <laughs> right. Amen. It's Come on. because we're home because I, I've, I've looked at both uh, Bible studies on Thursday nights and I think I'm like kind of dead on on one hour, um, 55 minutes somewhere around there, I believe I am. So I, I, I'm i dead on with one hour, and that's what we normally do. And so because we normally do that, um, it's, it's, it, it feels a little slower. It feels a little quicker, but at the same time, it, it's one hour. And Amen. usually we teach Bible study from 7.30 to 8.30. So um, it, it's, we're not that much off is what I'm saying. It's just that when you're home, it's just a whole different kind of game. Amen. Amen. Well, grab your Bibles or whatever you use to pull up the scriptures and turn to Romans chapter 1, verse number 16. Romans chapter 1, verse number 16. Amen. Now, I hope you'll read along with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glasses. I'm, I'm having a hard time with glasses. I, I know that I need them, but my Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here. Wow, wow, it just make everything just look that much bigger. I don't need it to look that bigger. I just need just to look a little tiny bit bigger, but these glasses make it look huge. They make me feel like I'm using a big magnifying glass. But, hey, we're going to thank God for everything that worked. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1, verse number 16. The word of the Lord says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Amen. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 11. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. 
Church, can I tell you this really quick? We can never obey the word of God enough to qualify ourselves to say, I'm good. Mm. Amen. We can never obey the word of God enough to qualify ourselves to say, I'm good. It's not possible. So this tells us here, but no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. The word of the Lord says in verse 38, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Come on. Church, we can't go backwards right now. There's no time to back up. Right. There's no time to go sideways. Amen. All we can do is go straight ahead in what we say we are Amen. and who we say we believe in. Amen. We just have to go straight ahead. Amen. There's That's no right. time Amen. to back up or draw back. Yes, sir. Verse 39 says, but we are not of them. Come on now. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, mm -hmm. but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. So we're going to believe till our soul is saved. Come, Come on, on, somebody. Come on. We're going to believe till our soul is saved. So guess what? We can't stop believing. Because the only time your soul is, your soul is saved and you know you're saved is when you're out of this world yes. and when you are now with Jesus. Amen. So as long as we're in this world, we're going to have to keep on believing because that's what's going to keep our soul safe. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you on this topic this morning. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Can I tell you it is a challenge for most humans to live by faith. We tend to live logically. Or illogically, relying on instinct and things we see, things we can touch instead of walking by faith. We rely on our ability, people, and things that are constantly around us. Because we are creatures of habit, we rely on things that make our daily routines comfortable. But God called the just to live by faith. Amen. Amen. And so while we can look over our lives and see certain patterns that we built because of what we became comfortable with, because of things that we're used to, God has called his church to live by faith. And whatever we're doing, it must be of faith. Amen. <clears throat> the word of God we know says it's impossible to please God without faith. Amen. And on. so if we're going to be children of God and we're going to please God, we're going to have to live a life of faith. The Bible says the just Amen. shall live by faith. Right. And if we're going to make it to the end, if we're going to see Jesus face to face one day, then we're going to have to live 
by faith. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is required to be right with God. Mm -hmm. Faith must be relied on to be right with God. Mm -hmm. And so if we're going to be right with God, if we're going to be able to, to make sure we're, we're living the life that God intended for us to live, we're going to have to rely on faith. Amen. Mm. The just shall live by faith. The fact that these words are so frequently found in the word of God is sufficient justification for teaching from them as well as the importance of them. The just shall live by faith. To believers, faith is of the utmost importance. Mm -hmm. We should endeavor not to lose any of God's graces. Mm -hmm. Neither should we lose patience, nor hope, nor love, nor virtue, nor praise, nor worship. Still, the root of true Christianity is faith. Amen. Amen. If we fail in faith, we shall fail everywhere else. Come on now. If we fail in faith, we shall fail everywhere else. Amen. There's a scripture in Romans that I think a lot of people dance around because it makes you uncomfortable. But if you look in Romans chapter 14, verse 23, the end scripture, the end of that, that scripture in, in 14, the scripture says, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Come on. Mm. Woo. Woo. That becomes very tight for many of us. And so whatever is not of faith, the Bible says, is sin. Mm. And so if, if we sin, we shall surely die, the Bible says. And so if we're going to make it, we don't have a choice. We must be a people of faith. Of faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith for a Christian is like the heart is to the human body. Help me. If faith is weak, we are weak all over for everything. Amen. But when faith is strong, it imparts strength to the members of the spiritual body. And the whole spiritual manhood is full of vigor. We need faith. And we need strong faith. We need to walk by faith. Strong faith. Amen. Because when we have faith, every portion and every area of our life is fortified. Every area of our life is strong. And those around us become strong as well. Church, if we're going to be the church, we're going to have to operate living by faith. Because Amen. when we are living by faith, it makes us strong. And those around us will be strong strong as well. If we're going to be the church, we're have to going to live by faith because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Amen. Clap your hands on the Lord. God is good. We're going to live by faith. We are the just people and we're going to live by faith. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. The just 
who are the just? Sometimes we hear things and the part of the thing that we're hearing, when it makes us feel good, we grab a hold to it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't understand what it really means and how it pertains to us. And so I want to help you this morning talking a little bit about the just. <coughs> who are the just? And what is the just? What does that mean? And we've read our Bible and, you know, I'm justified by faith. And, you know, we know how to quote the text, but we probably don't always understand how to apply the text. Amen. It's one thing to quote the word of God. It's another thing to apply the word of God. And so the just, the just are those who God justifies. Amen. Now, what does that mean, that God justifies someone? What does he mean when he says he justifies us? Here is what it means when he says he justifies us. He makes us innocent even though we were guilty. Amen. So when the Bible says the just, it's talking about those who were guilty but now was made innocent. Amen. Mm, the just. But the, the question is, how does the guilty become innocent? Right. And that's something that we have to look at closely to understand why it's so important to understand justification. It means to be acquitted from crimes and punishment you deserved. And because you were acquitted... It's like you never did anything wrong at all. So those of us who were justified, we were guilty. Yes, we did do wrong. But the Almighty God, Jesus Christ, He justified us. And when He justified us, He made us innocent. And when He made us innocent, it meant all the evil, all the ungodliness, all the unrighteousness right. that we did. Yeah. He says, you no longer are guilty of those things crimes, those evils, uh, because I justified you. Uh, I have made you innocent. Uh, and no matter what anyone says, uh, whether it's the devil or people being used by the devil, trying to make you feel like you are condemned, uh, me, your Savior, the one that gave his life for you, uh, I justified you uh, and made you clean uh, and made you innocent uh, and clothed you with my righteousness. Uh, I, your God, justified you uh, and that that's how you become just. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. This is why Paul said at the beginning, I am not ashamed uh -huh. of the gospel. Amen. It is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. So how did we get justified? Mm -hmm. The gospel. Yeah. Oh uh -huh. my God. Uh -huh. Amen. The gospel is how we got justified. So when Jesus Christ was born, the Bible said the fullness of time was come when he was born. Jesus Christ was born into this world. Almighty God became a man. And this man that we know today, his name is Jesus Christ. So Almighty God became the man, Christ Jesus. And so he came into this world, lived his life, laid down his life for us, picked it back up. Ascended to heaven, left his 12 disciples to continue his mission, and guess what? That whole life that he lived when he was here is the gospel. Amen. Come on. His life that he lived here is the gospel. And through his life that he lived is how we become justified. Amen. Oh, what a God. Amen. He is so amazing. 
He is so awesome. His plans are so just, just on point and so righteous. If we will trust him, he will make you justify somebody. He will cleanse you. He will make you innocent even though you were guilty. That's the kind of God that we serve. He can make us innocent yeah. even though we need to have been found guilty. Amen. Guess what? Even with what we're experiencing today in our world, it can't stop the plan of God for your life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my yes, God. Sir. This is how powerful the gospel is. This is how powerful the gospel is that whatever you want to do in God, if God has called you, which God has called everyone, we just have to respond, answer the call. If God is calling you to be saved this morning, nothing can stop you from being saved. Amen. If God says, come on, son, come on, daughter, and he feels you feel him working on your heart, telling you it's your time, give your life to me, nothing can stop you from giving your life to God today. All you have to do is repent of your sins and say, God, I realize I've sinned against you. I realize I've lived a life of selfishness and recklessness unto myself, but I repent of my sins and I ask for your forgiveness. And when you pray and ask for God's forgiveness, he will send me to your house and I will baptize you in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. Right where you are, you can be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost because nothing can stop the plan of salvation for your life. Nothing can stop the plan of God for your life. And so we ought to see how powerful our God is. How moving and how powerful and how oh God, how you're so wonderful because whatever he says, it will come to pass. Whatever he says, it shall come to pass. Nothing can stop his word. Nothing can stop him. Whatever he's doing, it shall be done. Oh, we gotta do it's trust God today and understand that he will justify you if you will respond to that invitation of justification. Clap your hands unto the Lord. God is so wonderful. You know, it's so funny. Sometimes we read the word of God and we think that it's old. You know, it, it, it's funny. That, you know, some people will go to church and especially church like our kind of church. They will say, man, all of that not necessary. I wonder if we want to still mess with God and says all of that is not necessary. Because what God knows, you don't know. And some of the things that, you know, we thought was old and, and, and didn't make a whole lot of sense. It's showing up in these days, in these hours, that we still need to do them. Amen. Prayer is still important. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fellowship is still important. That's right. Uh-huh. Reading your Bible is still important. Yes, being holy is still important. Amen. Being righteous is still important. And so everything that God has said to us in his word, it is still important Amen. today. Amen. We can't see tomorrow. We can't see the next day. We can't even see the next hour. But God knows every minute, every every second, every day, every month, every year. God knows it all. There's nothing that he does not know. That's and right. so whatever he says, uh, let's rest assured we can rely on it. The just uh, shall. 
shall live by faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. So the just, we 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 took care of that, and you understand who are the just, and that everyone can be justified because God gave His life. He came into this world and lived His life, so we all can be justified. So it's up to us to respond to what He has done for us. What He has done for us now require us to do something to receive, to accept. What he has done for us. Amen. And so we must understand that which has been explained to you already. The just shall live. Now what does that live thing mean? When it says the just shall live. I've got one example here. But toward the end of me closing out. I will also show you really what live really is all about. So live. What is live? To spend one's existence simply to pass one's life, the narrative of how one spent his entire life. So it's how you spend your entire life when it, when, when it says the just shall live. The just shall spend their entire life by faith. The just shall spend their entire life according to faith, right. relying on faith. Walking by faith. Amen. That's what it means when it says the just shall live by faith. It means that the just shall spend their entire life just walking, living, operating by faith. Somebody say amen. amen. And so there should not be any time or any portion of our life we should be leaving out saying, well, faith is not necessary here. Faith is necessary in every area of your life, in every existing moment of your life. Faith is necessary. Faith must be relied upon in every necessary area of your life. Faith must be relied upon. Amen. There's no area of our life we should be saying, well, that's faith is not necessary. Mm. And I'll tell you why in a second. Second Peter. Get ready to finish up in a little bit. Second Peter, verse 1. And I've shared some of these texts with you before, but I just feel like this is what the Lord wanted us to hear this morning. Second Peter, chapter 1. Verse number one. I'm going to need you to become almost locked in into these texts because these texts are very, very deep texts in Bible, in Scripture, because they're telling you a whole lot more than most people come to know and realize what Second Peter 1 is telling you. As a matter of fact, if you read Second Peter 1 and you go from verse number one through, I believe, 13, it will tell you a whole lot of stuff. It, it, it almost tell you how to live safely forever for God. Amen. Mm -hmm. These are very strong, powerful texts. But I'm going to point out a few uh, chapters to you here so you can see how important they are. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like Precious faith. I, I know it, I know it continues, but I want to stop here. It says, to them that have obtained like precious faith. Simon, I'm sorry, uh, Simon Peter is writing to us, those of us who have obtained 
like precious faith as him and the apostles back then. He's writing to them and he's saying to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So what you got to pay attention to is how did you obtain like precious faith with Peter? Through the righteousness of God, our Savior Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Now watch this in verse number two. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you woo, through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you want, my God help us here this morning. If you want grace added to your life. If you want peace added unto your life. It only will be added through the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So people like to say grace and peace, and we, those are you know terminologies we use a lot because we read them in Scripture. But if they're going to happen for you, it's going to happen through the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse number three, according as His divine power huh, had given unto us. Listen, listen all, to this. All, all things, all things mm -hmm. that pertain unto life and godliness. As Brother Readout like to say, you tell me what's outside of life and godliness. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time I see that that portion of scripture, I just think of Brother Readout. Here, Brother Readout said, you tell me, and I agree with him 100%. What's outside of life and godliness? Right. Come on. So, so if the knowledge of God is given to us, is given unto us everything that pertains to life and godliness, what else do we need? Mm. Come on. So it says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Amen. And so the Bible is letting us know. Peter said that for us who have obtained like precious faith like him. Mm -hmm. Right? That we obtain it through the knowledge of God. Right. Of who God is. That's how you obtain faith. Is through the knowledge of God. So what God has said to us. What God has revealed to us. That's how we obtain like precious faith as Peter. Whatever God has revealed to us. Because what God has revealed to us about who he is. And what he has done. That's everything we need. Because everything is pertained to life and godliness. So if everything is pertained to life and godliness, and we receive that through the knowledge of God, then what else do we need? And so when you obtain the knowledge of God, when you obtain the knowledge of God, you have obtained what you need for life and godliness. Amen. That's what God is asking us to do. That the just shall live 
by faith. The ones that have become innocent shall spend their entire existence living by faith. There should be no area of our life that we exclude faith. Every area of our life should include faith. Because that's where we will receive grace. That's where we will receive peace. Mm -hmm. That's where we will receive understanding when we, when we don't know what's really going on. And just like now, we have to be very sharp in how we handle ourselves. Um, I'm always careful in what I read and what I listen to because I absorb things pretty good. And so because I absorb things pretty good, what it means is if I put effort into it and I absorb it, it's going to linger in me. And if it's not worth anything, then it's something i got to now deal with when I'm thinking or I'm praying, I'm doing something of God. I don't want to deal with unnecessary information. And so I'm saying that to you as well. Be careful what you absorb into your spirit, into your heart, because it could be one of those things that are meaningless later on. You come to understand it's meaningless. And now I am trying to be focused on the things of God. And here come this thing messing with my mind again. When really it, it has no bearing on anything. Right. So you have to be careful what you absorb. And so in this hour, I really, really would, would tell you, read a whole lot of the word of God, the Bible. Uh, I, I'm not into reading too many extra things right now. If it's not the Bible or... I'm not even sure if I'm ready to read anything else outside of the, the Word of God right now because I don't want my mind to become tainted. I don't want any outside voices. I, I just want the Word of God, the mind of God, the Spirit of God to affect my being because I want to be in tune with God. Amen. Also, too, let me say this. We don't have to be geniuses in God. <laughs> God is so wonderful that, let me use me as an example, and you, so you won't be offended, but, but we can, remember I shared with you Thursday, I made some decisions last year and early this year that's really working out right now. Mm -hmm. What do you think I knew? What do you think? I knew nothing. Mm -hmm. But for whatever the reasons were, I was making these decisions. So I'm using that as an example to tell you has nothing to do with our brilliance. Amen. It has to do with how we're going to follow the Lord and do his will. And as we follow Amen. him and do his will, he will make us make decisions and do things that we have no reason. We have no idea why we're doing it. But later on, we can see, oh, I see now. So to live for God, it don't mean we have to be geniuses. To live for God, we don't have to have all the the, 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 the the, the spiritual gifts working in our life because God is just that good to us Amen. that he will not allow us to perish. As long as we keep our head in the word of God, as long as we keep praying and keep trusting him and keep having faith, we're going to be all right. We don't have to be the smartest one in the room. Come on now. Amen. I love the Lord. And so the just shall live by faith. Come on. The knowledge we obtain 
through God revealing himself to us, equips us for everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. That is what we must believe. We must believe what God has revealed to us, who he is, and what he has done. That we never shake from. We never stop believing who God says he is. We never stop believing what God has done for us. Amen. We can never stop. And if we never stop, then we have faith. Then we're walking by faith. Then we're living by faith. Right. If we never stop believing what God has already revealed to us, who he is and what he has done. Amen. Amen. God always remain in character. God never get out of character. Amen. God is not like me and you. He never let the kids get him all out of character. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so God remains in character of, of who he is. He never comes out of character. If, if you receive who he says he is and what he has done... You will never be misguided. You just have to receive what he says he has done and who he says he is. And so I close with Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. And so here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, the Bible says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Please who? Jesus. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God. Now that's me putting the word God in there, but you know that's what it's saying. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we have that clear word that we must go to God knowing that he is God. That's important. We're going to him already knowing who he is. Because when we know who he is, then we will believe what he says. Oh, help me somebody. When we know who he is, we believe what he says. So we must know him. We need to know who he is. And when we know who he is, we will believe what he says. And so here is a great description of the just walking or living by faith. In verse number seven, the word of God says, by faith, Noah. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Can I tell you this? Come on. We don't stop to think about that Noah situation enough. I've been, this whole week, I've been dealing with that Noah thing. I taught it in uh, my home Bible study that I teach on Tuesday. I taught it about it Thursday night, and it's just all just been flowing around in my brain, and here we go again. And, and it says, by faith, Noah being warned of God, things not seen yet. Now, now, why would somebody respond to someone they've never seen? Mm-hmm. 
because he had came to know him through relationship. What, what, what God had revealed to him, what God revealed to Noah of who he is, Noah was able to say, oh, okay, okay. God was revealing things to Noah over the 500 years Noah knew God. God was revealing things to Noah and Noah came to know God. So when God says, dude, I am going to have you make an ark. I want you to go and get the gopher wood. I want you to start making this art. When God told him that, he didn't waver because he knew who he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. When we know him, we don't guess or be concerned about what he's telling us to do. We just go and do it because we know we can depend. We can rely on him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. By faith, Noah being warned of God. Things not yet, not seen as yet. Moved with fear. And that's not the fear that we're talking about today. It's the reverence. Moved with reverence. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Here is what... Noah life says to us, that is interesting. Noah's entire life was a life ordered by faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Noah's entire life was a life ordered by faith. And if we want to know what it looks like to the, the just living by faith, we just have to look at Noah's life. That's right. Noah's entire life, he had a relationship with Almighty God. Then the time came at 500 years old when God spoke to Noah and says, I'm going to destroy the earth because of the evil that have come up before me. But Noah, you have been in right relationship with me. You have been walking by faith. And so what I want for you to do is build an ark because the only way you're going to get out of this destruction is by this ark that I'm going to tell you to build. Church, you heard me say this a few weeks ago, if you remember and I, I'm, I'm marveling at God how really here is what it comes down to. And I'm not the greatest Bible scholar, but I know I know and I understand the word of God. And it's funny to me of what the church is all about. The church is really a family business. <laughs> I said this some weeks ago. And every time I, every time I read more into the word of God, I keep shaking my head like, are we getting this? Are we getting this? Mm -hmm. And so God continues to have us share in what he's doing, knowing that at the end it all gets turned over to us. What are we upset about? What are we not happy about? What are we not trying to understand how much God loves us and everything that he's doing is so he can turn this all over to us for a better situation, for a better life. We're trying to find better and better is only in Christ. Better is only in Jesus. I don't know why we're looking anyplace else except for looking to Jesus. The just shall live by faith. The best life we can ever have is the life in Christ. And until we understand that he has a life for us, that he's preparing for us, that he will turn over to us where we can enjoy a life of blissness, a life of love, a life where we are no longer going to worry about dying and crying and fear 
fear. Why are we seeing that God is only trying to give us a life that's best for us? That he will turn all this over to us when we do what we ought to do. Come on and give the Lord some praise. Oh God. Lord. Church, I, I can't tell you. I was talking to one of my brothers yesterday, and I told him, my heart is broken. I'm not going to lie to you. And he says to me, he says, brother, our world has always been this way, where we've always done so many evil things to one another, and we always messed our world up, and, you know, our world just continues to go. I said, I hear you, but my heart is broken. Because I understand what God has always been trying to do for us. And we always seem to rebel and reject and trying to make our own way. And it's just not working, but we keep trying to do it our own way. But God's way will prevail. Amen. God's will will prevail. Let's stand together. Let's go before the Lord one more time before Amen. we... Amen dismissed today so glad that you tune in today hope you're all doing well and i hope the word of god was able to bless you and help you amen thank god for brother josiah just driving out real quick and um giving us a selection this morning for all of you that tuned in keep on being a blessing to one another keep on encouraging one another and keep on keeping on Let's pray and ask God to let the word settle in our heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, all of what we've heard here today, all of what have transpired in our service today, I pray and ask, Lord God, that it will really, really influence the remainder of our day and the remainder of our week. Let the word influence everything that we do, everything that we say. Word, The word of God says the just shall live by faith. And Lord, I pray that every one of us, under the sound of my voice, that Lord, we will live by faith. We will walk by faith. We'll conduct our life, Lord God, by faith in every way. I pray, Lord God, that your hand will be upon every one of us. I pray over this August body of congregation, Lord God, every place where we are, wherever we are. I pray for every one of your children, Lord God, that your touch will come upon them even right now. That your touch will come upon them right now. That your touch will flow upon them right now, Lord God. And that they will experience, oh God, that peace. That will they will experience that grace. They will experience the joy of the Lord. They will experience the love of God. I pray, Almighty God, that the Word of God will settle in their heart and take root, Lord God. And that Word, Lord Jesus, will grow and produce much fruit, Lord God. Father, I pray this day, Lord God, that, Lord, you will allow us to see the way you want us to see. Not the way, oh God, we are manipulated to see. Not the way, Lord God, we, 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 we are being led to see. But I pray that we will see today, Lord God, the way you want us to see. By the Spirit, by the eye of the Spirit of the Lord. Let us see from the eye of the Spirit of the Lord, oh God. Let us hear by the Spirit of the Lord, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ. And help us to be confident and firm in the Word of God. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, will you bless our homes and our families, Lord God. I pray for provision and I pray for protection, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, add to the church as you see fit, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that somebody today had received something from you they didn't have before this service, Lord God. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we honor you. We bless your name. For there is none like you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Continue to communicate to us. As I always say, give your feedback and whatever we can do to make our broadcasts a little bit better. We will do our very best. And uh, we appreciate all your feedback. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon and a wonderful week. And call me if you need anything. And be safe out there. Love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.